Welcome to the Rich Man Podcast with me, your host, corporate dropout turned seven-figure CEO in 18 months, Melanie Aubert. I'm a business coach that's determined to normalize women and wealth. We are completely ditching the old, outdated boys club way of running a business, and I'm teaching you the new way of attraction marketing, soulful selling, and wealth embodiment. Instead of marrying the rich man, we are the rich man. Get comfortable, get ready, and let's dive in. I cannot believe that it's already a new year. I mean, I can believe it, but I can't believe it at the same time. So happy new year. I'm so excited to have you back for another episode of the Rich Man Podcast. I want to talk to you today about why I don't set any goals for any new year that we go into. You might have heard me talk about this before, but I I don't like to... I don't like to plan. And the reason why I don't like to plan is because it's physically impossible for me to plan out an entire year. There are things that I cannot possibly calculate. There are ideas that I cannot possibly um, think about thinking. There there are so many things that I, I can't I can't predict happening. And one thing that we do that we don't that's not always beneficial to like our progress in business is we we plan for what we want more of. We 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 plan for for what comes next. We plan for the more, but we don't ever look at where we're currently at right now. And what we don't always understand is in order to quantum leap, in order to get to that next level, in order to leave, let's say your nine to five that you're sitting at right now to uh, attract the dream clients that you're you're really desiring to have, right? We we could think ahead of what we want to have and what we want to feel as we have it, but in order to call an Uber your Uber needs to know where you're, where you're at right now. Right. So like we need to know where your current location is. And a lot of us don't actually take the time to reflect on how our previous year went and like in a good way. So you've heard me talk about how the illusion of time is, is, is man-made, right? We've, we've created time. The universe has created timing, right? So when we think about how we use time, we, we typically use our man-made time to, to quantify and qualify timing. So when I give you the bamboo example, when I give you the bamboo example, it's not the time it takes for the bamboo to grow, but the timing of the bamboo plant to grow. So the really, really big difference here. So when we go into the new year, the reason why I don't plan anything is because I can't. I can't predict the mind-blowing moments. I can't predict the this idea might come to me on a whim. So when I navigate throughout the year, I, I really like to embody going with the flow. I have ideas. I have desires. I know where I'm currently at right now and where I'm wobbly. So if you're in my program, uh, the masterclass that I did called Your Best Year Yet, we talked about how difficult it is to jump really high when you're on a wobbly platform, I want you to think about that for a second. Let's say you're on a bunch of blocks and you're swaying back and forth because it's not a solidified foundation and you're trying to jump high. You're trying to get to the next level. How difficult is it? It's not impossible, but how difficult is it to jump high when you're on a wobbly foundation? It's not easy. And the reason why we kind of get stuck where we're at, we get a little bit like upset that we're not where we want to be is because our foundation makes it very difficult for us. Where we're at right now makes it very difficult for us to jump to the next level. So what I want you to do moving into this new year is to look at where am I wobbly? I want to give you an example. So every year when we go into a, I actually do this um, every quarter. 
So every quarter, I don't, again, I don't like to play by the, the, the year long rules. I believe that the magic exists and can be tapped into at any moment in time. But every quarter, what I look at is, okay, what, what is going really well? What feels easy? One of my goals in business is the path of least resistance. I want easy. I don't want to have to work hard. And I think that we think that that is required when it comes to business. It's not. Work is required. Hard work is not always required. So when I look at what what was easy, so we we will look at what what programs produce the most. We'll look at uh, which which payment plans did the best. We'll look at all of it. And as we dissect it all, we'll say to ourselves, okay, what felt the easiest? So we'll look at which programs felt the easiest, and those are likely the programs that we're going to take into the new year. So when we look at the programs that we're taking into the new year, I will ask myself the following question. Can I possibly add a thousand new people to these programs? Can the foundation of these programs sustain a thousand people? And the reason why I do a thousand over just like just 20 people, I always go as high as possible. I'm, I'm a big dreamer. So I don't like to just limit myself to just, uh, I would just like one more client. I, I, I literally go as high as possible. So I just go for a thousand, a thousand people. So can a thousand people be added to, let's say my cash converting content course? Yes, because it's passive, easy, done. I can have that. Perfect. Okay. So when I look at my group programs, can I possibly have a thousand people inside of the launch lab? Yes. Uh, maybe. Let's look at how our onboarding process goes. Let's look at how much support we're offering. Let's look at how much yada, 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 yada. So I got to look at, can I possibly sustain larger? Can I possibly sustain bigger? Can I possibly hold more? So the reason why this is so important is because when we dream really big and we ask for more and we do all the things, we're on a wobbly foundation. We haven't actually looked at, can I actually hold it all? Can I sustain it? Is my foundation wobbly? So I know that let's say one of my goals was a thousand people inside of the launch lab, but I know now that I'm looking at it, the foundation I'm on is wobbly. I don't know if I can sustain that because of how much support we give. So do I have to change the boundaries within the container? Do I have to cap it at a certain amount of people? What does this look like for me? So I really have to look at what is realistic. I still believe in magic, but you get what I'm saying. What can I possibly hold? Because the worst thing that could possibly happen is I get a thousand people in there and I can't hold it. If you know how I run my business, I'm really big on client experience and I don't want to ever jeopardize the client experience for more people. I don't believe in just people being numbers, people are experiences, people are humans. So when I look at that, I'm like, okay, this needs to change. So what I want you to do going into this new year is look at where am I? Can I sustain a thousand more people? If not, what needs to change, right? I can't call my Uber if I don't know where I'm currently at right now. I know so many of, I had this conversation with my mastermind students. So many of them have clients who've been on the same payment plan or the same, the same like payment schedule for like two years. I'm like, you haven't raised your prices in two years. They're like, well, I have just not for them. And I'm like, okay, well that needs to change because you can't, that one person's taking up room of like three people. You know what I mean? So we need to really clean up and make sure that your entire business is squeaky clean. You can't have people on old payment plans. You need to move everyone into the next, into the next payment schedule, the next, whatever that looks like for you. And then I have clients who are like, okay, well, I'm, I'm running this one thing, but I don't want to do it anymore. But I'm, I'm scared to tell people that I don't want to do it anymore because it is easy money. And I'm like, well, that needs to go. Because if you're only doing it because it's 
easy money and you're not doing it because you actually want to facilitate the intimate space of the container with your clients, that needs to go as well. Can you see how we just do like a simple observation? We are really easily able to identify what needs to change. Can you also see why this is why I don't goal set? Instead, I inspect. I look at my business. I look at what I I can change, what I can shift, what I can clean up. Because again, the quantum leaps, getting to the next level that we desire is rooted in the, uh, the belief of what we see as sustainability. We think that, and when we look at, okay, I want to get to, let's say, $250,000 months, or I'll, let's just do an easier number, $30,000 months consistently. I want to get to $60,000 consistently. Awesome. Okay. D- does, does where you're at feel sustainable currently? Like when you think about the $20,000 that you're making right now, does that feel like it ju- it'll just happen? Like you just sneeze and 20 grand is just, is coming in no matter what. If the answer is no, you're wobbly. It'll be very hard for you to to quantum leap to the next thing if you don't already feel secure or stable with where you're currently at. This is how we operate as human beings. So when I look at my income, I look at where I feel sustainability, where I feel like, I'm not even the word safe, but where I feel like no matter what happens, this number is coming in no matter what. Easy. Where can I quantum leap? Where do I feel wobbly? What feels, where does it feel hard to jump? And then I look at, okay, what needs to shift? The boundaries within the container, the container itself, or the price point, okay? Don't just run into the new year planning how much money you want to make and trying to reverse engineer the entire thing. That, that won't work. 12 months is a long time. And if you reflect on 2021, just in general, a lot of things, I can't even remember January. I don't even know what I did January, but I'm going to assume that, uh, like, I, can't, I don't even know what I did January. But a lot of things shifted. Like a lot of ideas came to me that I couldn't plan. I just, I, I truly just went with the flow. I just went with it and it felt good. And now I feel like I have a good idea of what I want to bring back and a good idea of what I, I want to, to no longer do or teach so on and so forth. So I want you to reflect on your year and I want you to do it in a way of not just income, but dissecting all of your programs, looking at your boundaries and more importantly, looking at the kind of business you want to have. I cannot tell you how many people that I meet that are in this online space that'll say things like, Melanie, I just really want a passive business. And I'm like, awesome. Let me, what does your business model look like right now? And they're like, well, I'm, I'm doing 9,000 group programs. I'm like, okay, well, no wonder you're not getting to where you want to go or quantum leaping because you're doing what you don't want to do. You're doing what you don't want to do. So if, if my, one of my goals is to move away from one-on-one coaching, which I have, I only take two people if I feel, if, if I want to, I only take two people. So it would not be smart of me if my goal is to be, have space in my, in, in my schedule, because we're writing a book, we're, we're creating products. Like we're doing a lot of things that require a lot of my creative attention. I don't really have the energy to hold both private coaching calls and also um, my, my other business ventures. So when I'm looking at my business, it wouldn't make sense for me to take on 10 one-on-one clients, even if they wanted me to, because I'm not honoring what I, what I actually want. I'm only doing it for the money. And we do this too often. And it drives me absolutely bonkers. I get that when you're first beginning, you got to get scrappy, right? You, you, you take, you take the, you take the jobs, you take the clients, you, you do the thing and you, you figure it out and you're, you're just finding your flow with it. But when you've been in business for at least a year, you know, you know. And as I'm saying, I know you're like, Ew, I know what she means. I know what she means. So 
where do we need to clean up? Does your business actually match the business that you want to have? Does the, that doesn't match what you desire to create. Do you want more space? Are you allowing yourself to have more space? We have this belief that certain programs sell because they're about sales or certain programs sell because they're group programs or certain things sell because they're this or they're that. And that's not true. Anything is sellable. Anything can make money. Anything can blow your client's mind. It's what you believe to be enough. It's what you believe to be enough. When I worked with Amanda Francis and she just announced the other day that she's not doing any more, uh, private coaching. And I was like, well, that's insane. So she's literally, she is retiring from coaching. So I was an honor to, to work with her for the brief time that I did. So when I was in her, when I was in her mastermind, something that she said, and I, I loved it and it stuck with me forever, but she was like, it's never the Instagram strategy that works. It's your belief in the strategy that works. And I was like, oh, wow, that's really fascinating to think about. So same thing goes to your business. Same thing applies to your business. What do you want to see happen, right? Like, what do you want to see happen? When you think about the kind of person, when you think about the, your favorite version of yourself, the highest version of yourself, who's running a seven, eight figure business or whatever number is like a lot to you. When you think about that person, how do they show up? Are you being that person every day or as often as, I, I think too, we had this conversation in the mastermind. I think that we think that more is like heavier, that we think that like more or being our highest version, like it's exhausting and it's not, it's actually the opposite. It's easier because it's already, we're, we're aligned with it. So what feels exhausting is when we're doing things we don't actually want to do. Another example, again, like I just said, is when we want a passive business, but we're doing a lot of one-on-one coaching. That's exhausting. Another example of being exhausted is not raising prices for clients for like 8,000 years and then like resenting the calls whenever they're scheduled in your calendar. Like that's exhausting. When we think about having to sustain $600,000 months, that might feel exhausting, but I promise you it's not. More money is like air. Like it's just, it's light. It's just, it just is there. Like it, there, it feels no different. It's not heavier. It's not anything more. But where we feel the exhaustion, where we feel tired is doing things we don't want to do, doing things we feel like we should, doing things that we dread. That's the stuff that doesn't feel good. That's the stuff that feels really heavy. So if you're ever worried about or feeling, I felt this way for a really long time. If you're ever feeling like it's, it's heavier to hold more, it's not. But it's exhausting being someone you're not and having a business that does not reflect what you actually desire. So let's clean it all up. Where are we wobbly? Where do we need to clean up and have some more just squeaky clean the entire business? We're going to, we're going to Swiffer the business. I'm trying to think of the uh, magic eraser. We're going to magic eraser your entire business. <laughs> okay. So I hope this was helpful when it comes to planning your, your next year, your new year, this year, 2022. It's insane to even say that. It's our third official year in business. It feels like I've been doing this for like lifetimes. Don't limit yourself. And the reason why I don't set goals of like, I want to make $10 million is because even that feels too low to me. And I never want to cap myself at just that, right? Like if I can go beyond it, I'm just going to go beyond it. But what I always do is look at where am I at? What doesn't feel good? What can I adjust? Because that's what quantum leaps me. That's what catapults me into my next level. And the same thing is true for you. If you are, if you want to, let's say, give yourself a number, awesome. Give yourself a number, whatever that number is. Okay. Give yourself a number. 
But I want you to ask yourself, are you just picking that number because it feels doable? Because it feels like, oh, there's no way I can make $700,000 my second year in business. That's what I did. Who says you can't? Who says you can't? So I want you if, you, if you decide to pick a number, times it by three and just see how that feels. If you don't hit it, does it actually matter? No. Evolution and growth is in your DNA. So if you plan on not quitting anytime soon, right? If you plan on doing this for, for a lifetime, for making this, you want to make this your career, right? Forever. You, you're not going to quit anytime soon. So you're going to get to your goal eventually. So the, the, the piece, it's the timing piece that matters, but not the man-made time that we kind of put on, on onto things. So I want you to, to dream even bigger. If you choose to set a goal, that's, you know, a, a cash goal. We don't do that. We go, we feel into the, I wonder what 25 million would feel like. Eee. Feels kind of scary. What does 10 million feel like? That feels doable. Easy. No problem. 50 million. I like to play like that. And I encourage you to play in the field of possibility because it feels really good. So what I want you to do going into this new year is I want you to really reflect. Remember the Uber cannot pick you up. if It does not know your location to take you to where you want to go. Look at your business. Where do I need to clean up? Where do I feel wobbly? What needs to change? You already know the answers. You already know the answers. The clients that have been on the same payment plans, the programs you don't want to continue, the things that you no longer want to do, the business you desire to have, how can we shift into that? I want to wish you the most prosperous and best year yet. Obviously, it's going to be freaking amazing. I saw the memes that were saying that 2022 is going to be like 2020, T-O-O, too. No, thank you. It's going to be a fantastic year and I'm so excited. I will catch you on the next podcast and we will start our January theme. You will be surprised at what the theme is going to be for January. I can't wait to see you, but I will catch you in the next episode.